Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At homethreads.com, Discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Homethreads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Have one going all the time. Like when you go to sleep, something could be cooking. I tell people like if you make something for dinner in an instant pot, you can have just an extra metal insert, and then after, while you're eating dinner, you can throw in that insert with something else to cook, and it'll cook while you're eating dinner, and it'll be done when you're done with dinner, and then you can put it away and clean it all up in one fell swoop. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding us kids. Hey, I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. And this is Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding families. Because man, kids need to eat a lot. And frequently too. Welcome to season two of Didn't I Just Feed You. We took a short break for the holidays, but we're thrilled to be back with a few changes that we're going to tell you about quickly before jumping right into today's subject. Yeah, we hope you guys all had a very happy new year. We also hope that you didn't bother too hard with any huge resolutions. I mean, unless you want to. I don't know. <laughs> um, I just think that small, manageable goals are always easier to achieve. Right, Megan? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Yes. That's, that's kind of the approach that we took. At least that's what I took personally. And that's what we did here at Didn't I Just Feed You? Yep. And season two, we're going to keep sharing what's happening with us and in our kitchens, mostly in our listeners group, I think. But we're going to get to the point quicker and focus more on solving your kitchen problems and helping you build skills that make cooking for a family 
easier. Yeah, that's right. So in season one, we had all these really great big conversations and you will always be able to refer back to them. So if you haven't listened, definitely go back, listen. We had conversations about picky eating, managing sugar at home, meal planning. But in this season, Megan and I have worked really hard to identify and work out the pain points that we as busy cooks struggle with day in and day out. And today we're starting with a conversation about one of my favorite kitchen appliances, the Instant Pot, um, which I very lovingly, jokingly call a culinary time machine. Oh my God, that's so smart. It's because it (laughs) saves us so much time, right? Yes. You're a genius, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I don't know about that. But no, we take should it. take it take on, it. Megan. Okay. What an Instant Pot actually is, is a brand name of a multi-cooker or an electric pressure cooker. Mostly you'll see the Instant Pot is used as an, an electric pressure cooker, which means that it uses steam to quickly, in some, t- in some cases, half the time of regular cooking, stovetop cooking or oven braising, cook food under pressure. But most multi-cookers also have a slow cooker function. Many of them have a canning function now. You can make yogurt in your Instant Pot. You can saute in it. So if you're real desperate, you could use it in place of a saute pan if you were like renovating your kitchen. There's one more thing it does, Stacy. Oh, you can sous vide in it because you can set it to a temperature and fill it with water and cook in bags, which is yep. a subject we won't get into because I don't think Stacy or I do that. Now, I have um, two Instant Pots, one which is the Instant Pot Duo and one which is their brand new Max. But Stacy, you have a different brand of electric pressure cooker, multi-cooker. I do. Which it is- took me a while to actually figure out that Instant Pot is a brand name, to be completely honest. So I don't have Instant Pot brand, and that's okay. Mine works just as well, and I really love it. I actually, off the top of my head, don't know what brand it is, but that's okay, because I don't think we need to name check here. No, but we could link to it as a recommended model, because you like it, right? I do. Um, yeah. You know, I got one of those Bluetooth-enabled ones, and I know IP oh, you also fancy. has one. I never, ever use it. <laughs> I never use that function. Um, I also work from home, so I really can't speak to the usefulness of that. Right. And it'd be interesting if you guys want to pop onto Facebook or on our Instagram. We are at Didn't I Just Feed You in both places. I'm curious if you guys ever use that remote function. Um, That's a really good question. I don't yeah. either. Yeah, on I either can't of my imagine models. how useful it is. But but especially if you outside you can, the home, that would be nice to yeah, be able to like turn it on them now. You can right, like you can take you can tell your instant pot that you want it to turn on in eight hours, and yeah. then it can start cooking while you're on your commute home, and then and they be waiting all go for you. To warm afterwards. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, yeah, you covered pretty much all of the functions that they all work. So I want to talk to you about when you got your Instant Pots, plural. Yes. Um, I only started with one. I didn't jump off the boat and be like, I'm going to buy two. Although some people do that. There's actually a really robust 
Facebook group that's run by Instant Pot itself. And you can get a lot of really great recipes and advice in there. But there are people who are sort of dogmatic, I guess is the word I'm looking for, about their electric pressure cookers. And they have multiple pressure cooker, electric pressure cookers that they use for specific tasks. Like a big one is people buy one just for making cheesecake in. I have never done that, but it's kind of this idea that they have one that's sweet and one that's savory. And I get that because, you know, the ring, the plastic ring on the lid can get sort of stinky after a while. It can. But But I just replace my ring. Yes. I was going to say you can replace a ring and there's a... a stainless steel insert that most of the cooking happens in. And you can also buy a replacement one or a backup yeah. one of that. Like if you want to use your pressure, your instant pot for making cheesecake, you could just have like a cheesecake basin and a cheesecake ring. Yeah. I've never yeah. felt the need for two different, <laughs> but actually, so then I was going to get into something else, which I'll okay. hold off on for a second. Cause I want to know then why do you have two? Oh, because of work. Okay. <laughs> I bought one before I ever worked for the kitchen because I was like, oh, I want to know about this. And funny story, before I left working for Alton Brown, I also bought him an Instant Pot but never had the chance to teach him how to use it. So I don't know if, like, it's still sitting in the box in his studio. That is hilarious. (laughs) Or not. And then Instant Pot actually sent me their latest model to review for Kitchen. And you we'll link to that in the show notes. You can read my review of it. Because the biggest upgrade they made this year was that – or I should say last year – is that they um, added the capability to pressure can in it. That's pretty cool because mine doesn't can. Yes. It's really fun. But you can only – if you're, like, a big batch canner – and you like to pick strawberries in the summer and then make like 12 cans of jam and stick them in your um, pantry. It only does four jars at a time. So that's kind of limiting. It is. But at the same time, I mean, most pots really don't hold that many jars either. And True. I wonder if our listeners, I mean, I guess if you're a big batch canner who does this every single year you probably have one of those huge pots exactly and you're that's prepared. what i'm that's what i'm saying it's right. like if you're that person you have a canning pot like yeah instant pot's probably not going to replace your canning right kettle but if you can from time to time in one season you end up doing a huge batch it probably works just as well as the regular pot you would use doing it you know in multiple batches that's a good segue into does your Instant Pot replace other yes. tools in your kitchen? Which is what I was going to ask you. My short answer is no. Because mine is yes. Interesting. Okay. Because a lot of people in like the, the Instant Pot world are like, I bought three Instant Pots and I'm getting rid of all of my slow cookers because the Instant Pot does have a slow cooker function. It does. I do not find that recipes developed for a slow cooker, a crock pot, or whatever brand work exactly the same in my Instant Pot on the slow cooker function. And I've written about this for Kitchen. I feel like the one thing that's really important is you need a different lid when you're slow cooking in the Instant Pot because the the pressure lid is such a tight seal that there's not the evaporation that you typically get in a slow cooker that's going for eight to 10 hours. Yep. 
And so they tend to be more watery or sometimes they don't cook as fast as like a slow cooker recipe is when it should be when it's adapted to the Instant Pot. But you're on the opposite spectrum. You feel like it did replace your slow cooker. So I did replace my slow cooker. And I replaced it because, uh, well, I live in New York City, first of all. So I like a streamline collection of kitchen tools. Like I yes. can't have multiple. Uh, you don't have appliances. a garage to fill up with small appliances, like I do. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. I sometimes feel embarrassed by it when people are like, "What are all those cabinets in your garage?" I'm like, "Oh, they're just filled with cookware. It's ridiculous." <laughs> yep. Nope. Yep. No such luxury. Um, it sounds nice though. And also what I really love and what surprised me most about the Instant Pot is that I did not believe at all. I was a not like I was a non-believer in the Instant Pot altogether. But then even once I believed in it, the one thing I was like, nah, there's no way was the saute function because it has a non-stick insert. And I just don't believe in nonstick, really anything. So I was like, there's no way this is going to brown nicely. It gets so beautifully hot and it browns so quickly and nicely considering it's a nonstick surface. I was very impressed with that. You know, it's not going to replace my pan on the stove because I'm a cook. But for the average home cook, absolutely, it's great. And when I'm in a rush for a quick weeknight meal for an Instant Pot, like something that's going to end up braising afterwards or like slow cooking, and you're just trying to build flavor and you're not looking for some like perfect sear that's going to maintain, it's beautiful. So also because it gets hot so quickly, I feel like if you find that what you've cooked using the slow cooker function is too watery afterwards, then I'll just take off the lid I'll hit that saute function and it'll get hot quickly and I'll just reduce the liquid. It does take a little extra time, but I find that that's like a good compromise and I don't have to have these two huge pieces of equipment. Also, sometimes I'll just reduce the liquid. Yeah. Because I know I have to compensate for the fact that I have this heavy lid. Also, you can just buy a glass lid the instant pot yes and, and they're inexpensive yeah yeah um or this is the cheat that i do i have a four quart pot lid from like a a saucepan that yep. actually fits my instant pot so i just use that when i'm slow cooking on it and you talking about the other functions of your instant pot reminded me that one of the things that you can replace with an instant pot is a rice cooker Yes. So I have to say that I do cook rice in my Instant Pot often when I'm in a rush. I did, despite everything I just said, (laughs) I'm about to contradict myself. I did keep my fancy Japanese rice cooker. Okay. We won't. I mean, it's fancy. We won't give you a hard time about that. And also, like, if you're going to cook a big batch of rice that you want to keep warm for, like, multiple days to just, like, scoop out over time, I don't feel like the Instant Pot is the tool for that. Like, that you need designed by a culture that does I really want to see your fancy Japanese rice cooker. So you have to share that with us in the show notes or in our listeners group. Yeah. So that's, but that's separate. That like I pull out when I'm like, you know, it's going to be one of those like super crazy weeks and it's like, 
I'm going to stir fry one night. I'm going to do like, uh, you know, fried rice another night and then like a curry in the instant pot and then like rice is the side dish the next night. Like when it's, I need to not think about side dishes at all. Yeah. At all, at all, at all. And then I'll just like put a huge batch of rice in the rice cooker and then literally you put it on a setting and it's like good and it stays beautiful for three days. Okay. I want that rice cooker now. I don't need it, but I have room to store it in my garage. (laughs) In your garage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We should talk about basics we make in the Instant Pot. We're going to do a lightning round of genius recipes. So I don't want to get into the like... Um, very detailed recipes, but what are some of the basics besides rice that you make in your Instant Wait, Pot? Wait, can we stop for one second and do one really funny thing? Yes. Okay, do you know about the Instant Pot decals that people get crazy over? Yes. Oh my God. Hilarious. We do have you have an Instant Pot decal I slash don't. does your Instant Pot have a name? No. <laughs> because people do that also in the Instant Pot Facebook group. I had to leave those Facebook groups. I belonged to two, and I was like, whoa, 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 this is so intense. I'm leaving. Yeah. No. That's fair. That's fair. I'm in the one main one, and then a food stylist who I've worked with in Atlanta, Tammy Hardiman, who you might know from social media as running with tweezers. Oh, yeah. She has a really intimate Instant Pot group. Intimate, instant, well. Which sexy. is like not that many sexy people time. and they and everyone just shares. It's really about recipe sharing. Okay. It's not like which Instant Pot should I buy or like which accessory did you buy on Black Friday, which is what the big group is like. It's yeah. like people it are like, I did like this crazy. in the Instant Pot and it was awesome. Or I did this in the Instant Pot with these changes and this is what I would do again. Moving on. Basics. Um, yes. Yes. Decals though. Decals. decals. Hilarious decals. Going to link to them on Etsy. So much funny stuff. Okay, like, can I get one of Alton Brown's face? Yes. <laughs> I think you can. Okay, I might do okay. that. It just might be Hello, funny. is it me you're cooking for? <laughs> so much, so much good stuff. Okay. So much good stuff. Okay. Lightning round. No, basics oh, no. first and then lightning round. Okay. What are the basics? basics? Eggs. We actually yes. made together, and we'll share on um, IGTV soon, hard-cooked eggs in the Instant Pot. That's gonna. That should be our jingle. IGTV. I don't know. Should it? I feel no. like. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Um, good thing I have Stacey, a thick skin, Megan. We're getting off topic here. Okay. Let's, okay. Beans. Beans. The magical yes. fruit. The more you eat, the From more dry you From dried beans. You don't even have to soak them if you don't want to. Yogurt. Yogurt I've never made, but you're going to try it. And I am going to try it. Okay. So can I say why? Yes. Okay, store-bought yogurt probiotics, not as good as we thought, yo. And because I have a kid with tummy issues, also store-bought probiotics in pill form may not actually be good for him either, especially if you give the same one over and over and over. Now, this is all like just coming out in the news recently. And you know how like nutrition news goes. Like one day yeah. it's one thing, the next day it's the next thing. So I'm not making any recommendations here at all. I'm just saying that like gut health news is still like new. The research is just coming out. But the one thing I read is that the best thing for you is hands down, everybody agrees on probiotics that comes from whole foods. And the probiotic that comes from Homemade yogurt is hands down, everybody agrees, 
the best kind of most active probiotic you're going to get. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try to make my own yogurt, you know, with all that time I have. Ha ha. So I looked it up and making yogurt in the Instant Pot is actually really, really easy because it holds a very low temperature the whole time. So you don't need like a thermometer and a bath and a this and a that. So looks really easy. I'll link to the instructions that I'm going to use. I'll link to the starter that I pulled from Amazon. And um, actually, you know what? Before this episode goes live, I'll do it and I'll tell you my results. I love it. We'll put it in the show notes or on our Facebook page. Okay. A quick add that there are other probiotic foods are things like kimchi or kombucha. Um, so it doesn't have to just be about yogurt for those totally. good those Can good you do gut kimchi bugs. in the Instant Pot, I wonder? Interesting. Oh, I don't know. I'm fascinating. You might want a separate Instant Pot for that because yeah. it's odorous. <laughs> That's a really good point. Um, basics we make in it. Oh, your pasta. I made it the other night. Yes. Okay. But I feel that like that's a genius recipe. Okay. So go. Okay. okay. So let's do so more I won't basic. get into that. Um, pork shoulder. Yes. The, because that's something you can kind of do like garlic and onions and a little broth yep. to braise it and break it down and make it so juicy and tender. And then you can turn it into tacos with a little bit of salsa or you can turn it into barbecue sandwiches. And so I, I consider actually, that a really good basic. And I do mine not with broth. I do mine with orange juice and bay leaf. There you go. Love it. Carnival style. It. Um, that's what, oh, that's what I was going to say. Carnita style. Yep. Um, broth. Chicken yes, broth. of course. Beef broth. You can just like save up your bones as you're cooking, roasting chickens and cleaning, clearing them or your rotisserie chicken, save them in the freezer. And then like once a month, dump them all into the instant pot, cover it with water and let it go. It makes the most unctuous broth. Like it pulls out all that collagen, all that goodness out of those bones and makes it really thick. And juicy. Yep. And speaking of broth, vegetable broth. So you can save your scraps in a Ziploc bag, pop them into the freezer, and we'll put a list of some of the vegetables that are good, like carrot scraps are good, celery scraps are good, onion scraps are good. Some vegetable scraps, not as good because they'll make your vegetable broth a little bit funky. Yeah. But then also you can put those into the Instant Pot with water and some like fresh herbs, bay leaf, peppercorn, same thing. Um, and poaching chicken you can also do. Yes. It's like poaching in quotes. But you can poach chicken in the Instant Pot also and pull it apart and then have like pulled chicken for very easy, quick meals also on hand all week. Tacos, quesadillas, to toss with like soba noodles and a peanut sauce, anything like that. I'm going to add another air quotes, baked potatoes and baked yeah. sweet potatoes you can also do in the Instant Pot. Love those it. Those are the base. I feel like those are the basics. Yeah. Let's jump into a lightning round of what you think are genius recipes that you can make in the Instant Pot. I will toot my own horn and say that I recently discovered you can make like spaghetti and meat sauce in the Instant Pot and it is genius. You saute the brown, the beef, you add the tomato sauce, you put the spaghetti right on top, and then you cook it for eight minutes, and it's done. It's way faster than doing it on the stovetop, and you're using one pan instead of two. I mean, I feel like that's a mic drop recipe. I almost, like, don't even have anything that's more it. to that's say about it. That's the end of this episode. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, we made it the other night, and my kids loved it. I'm going to tell you that I amped up the flavor. Like I added yeah. even more garlic powder. I added even more onion powder. And I also added pepper flakes. Do and it. I may have 
added a little too much. Too much. You know I don't measure when I'm just cooking fast on the weeknight. And Oliver was eating. And after like three bites, he was like, there's something spicy in here. And, and I was like, no, there isn't. That's what I do when things are too spicy. I just try to do like Jedi mind tricks. I'm like, no. <laughs> and Isaac doesn't feel it as much. He was like, no. And after like six bites, he's like, huh? What's so hot in this Aww. pasta? I was like, it's not spicy, honey. And he's like, it's really good. <laughs> and by like the end, he was like, why is my mouth hot? He needed like four glasses of milk <laughs> to wash it down. And I was like, Poor oh, buddy. Yeah. Once he was done, I was like, I put some pepper flakes in there. And he's like, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. So my it was very cute. instant pot spaghetti that's on the kitchen.com is, Love is very basic. With the idea that you could use a different flavor of tomato sauce, like if you prefer some like a veggie sauce, you could use that, or you can totally amp up the flavor. Um, so it's a ba- a great basic place to start. And this month in January, we're running a little story that's like five variations on that idea with different pastas and different proteins and veggies. I'll share that when they're all live, which is at the end of January. I feel like. The most genius recipes for the Instant Pot are really about like the basics that we already kind of went through, but also like I love doing all different curries in my Instant Pot. Yes. I'm so so glad you said that because you mentioned it earlier and say why it's so good. I I mean, it's just so easy because I love toasting spice. You hit the saute function Mm -hmm. and then you toast a whole bunch of spices and like you can really improvise there, right? Like- you know, you put a little bit of onion, garlic, ginger with a little tiny bit of oil, like a neutral oil, like I always use grapeseed. And then, you know, if you want it to be like, you can either use a curry paste or if I'm using my own spices, I'll do tomato paste, then throw in the dry spices and toast them up so they release their oils. And then, you know, curry powder, or you can make your own like cumin, garam masala, whatever it is. Then if you're using chicken or just vegetables, throw everything in there, brown it up, the coconut milk, and then put it on pressure cook. And depending if it's just vegetables or chicken, still, you're talking about like seven minutes or fewer if you're using a boneless meat. I mean, it's like literally you're talking about a 12-minute dinner altogether. And you've built so much flavor still using one pot. Yeah. You're not like using your cast iron to toast the spices and then using a different pan to brown the meat. So smart. Okay. Can I throw some really quick genius instant pot techniques? Okay. You can do a whole spaghetti squash. You don't have to cut it or anything. You prick the sides, put it a little bit of water in the bottom of the instant pot, a trivet in there. I cannot remember how many minutes, but we'll link to the recipe. Corn on the cob. I've never done that. It's so smart when you have a lot of corn to cook in the summer because you can just stack them and use like a very small amount of um, water. And then while the pot's still hot after everything is steamed, you can melt the butter and like toss it all together. Oh my gosh, that is ribs, ribs in the slow cooker. Really good one. This is a great like hack for entertaining because you can do a bunch of batches back to back and you you like do the spice rub and you do a little bit of liquid in the instant pot and you can cook two racks of ribs at a time uh, but then you can do back to back and then when your guests come you can brush them with barbecue sauce and stick them on the grill to reheat them and the they're finish. super tender and they're super easy and you're not like having your oven on all day to gently braise your ribs um on a similar note I love doing like steaming the little petite 
heat potatoes. Oh, yeah. In the Instant Pot and then tossing them with like some olive oil and garlic and some fresh herbs and grilling them in the summertime too. Well, okay. So I have a question about that. Yes. Because I see a lot of recipes. Like one of my favorite cookbooks, which we'll, you know, we're going to throw up on the site is Melissa Clark's um, Instant Pot Cookbook. But I do feel like sometimes those recipes that call for using the Instant Pot as a steamer and then finishing the vegetable a certain way... Like that, I don't get quite as much, to be honest. Okay. Because then I'm like, but then you're doing something else with it. I like using my Instant Pot for something where I put everything in and I open it and then it's like done. Like, Let me play devil's advocate here. Please do. One, when you cook beans in the Instant Pot, do you just eat the beans or more often than not, are you turning them into other things? Okay. So I'm turning them into other things, but I'm cutting down my cooking time. Okay. It's, yeah, so you don't feel like some machine. of those steamer things are shortened in time? Okay. That makes and, sense. And I'll just say this. A lot of times when I'm like steaming corn or spaghetti squash or potatoes in my Instant Pot, it is keeping me from – it's like in the middle of the summer. It's hot in Idaho yes. in July and August, and it is keeping me from cooking over my stove top and managing that heat or having my oven on there you all day. Go. So that is when I think it may not save you time, but it's saving you some other kind of stress. Okay. So that I love. That makes sense. And actually to that effect, you're reminding me that in the summertime, I do use it for like quick, like pulled barbecue meat. Yeah, like, like a couple chicken breasts own, and yeah, some barbecue exactly. sauce. Exactly. Boom. You're done. Dinner's done. Whether I make my done. own barbecue sauce, homemade, or like my favorite store bought, like for like just to put on rolls or something, like anything like that. That's just really quick. Sometimes I even use a mild harissa, um, where I'll just throw in the chicken breasts or chicken thighs for something juicier with harissa, store bought, and then I just pull it apart and we eat that over like. You know, either on the side or over like polenta or with orzo in a in a like chopped Greek salad, and that makes a really nice dinner. And another thing that I just remembered that I make is a uh, chicken adobo. Yes, which can take a really long time, but it's basically it's a traditional Filipino style chicken preparation that's basically cooking bone on chicken in uh, vinegar and soy sauce with and it's tons so of good. garlic. And it's so good. But it's a long, typically a long slow cook, but yeah. you can use the Instant Pot to do it faster. Yeah, to shorten the time. Okay, so we're running a little short on time. Yep. And we still want to hear from our friend, Michelle Tam of Nom Nom Paleo. So we're going to link to some of our favorite Instant Pot cookbooks in the show notes. Yes, because yes. that's where you can get more recipes that we trust so that you can use your Instant Pot as much as possible. Now a word from our sponsors. Megan, is it just me or after the holidays, do you have the urge to just push your fridge to the curb so that you can start fresh with a clean, new, organized fridge? Yeah, and dump my whole pantry too to start over, which is why I'm thrilled to have Katie of Mom's Kitchen Handbook here to tell us about the pantry challenge she's hosting with Sally of Real Mom Nutrition this month. Ladies, you definitely do not need to abandon your pantry. (laughs) 
Sally and I are here to help and the skills you'll build in our free three-week challenge are going to save you money and minimize food waste all year long. So to sign up, look for the pantry challenge post on momskitchenhandbook.com and starting on January 12th, you'll get a weekly email with tons of strategies and free printables that will help you take inventory, plan meals, and give you access to a private Facebook group where Sally and I offer advice, share recipes and photos, and where you'll also get support from others who are also doing the challenge. That sounds so awesome, Katie. And you're already saving us money because I can keep my refrigerator. So I'm totally in. To learn more about Katie and the Pantry Challenge, visit momskitchenhandbook.com. Okay, Michelle. Our number one burning question, believe it or not, how many Instant Pots do you own? (laughs) You know, I was trying to count this. I I knew this was going to be a question. And I currently have seven. Oh, my God. I know that sounds crazy, but okay. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't sound crazy at all. I have just two. A little tiny bit crazy. (laughs) In a good way, like good crazy. Yeah. Okay. So five are in like active rotation and then two are not really in active rotation but they're backup but seven backup for what (laughs) just in case like you know um if i don't want to i don't know i that's just my excuse for my husband they're not really backup i just have seven like (laughs) she was like okay she gave that up real easy she was like backup okay yeah backup not really they're not i know I'm not Models, a good liar. different sizes. Yes, What's... all those things. I mean, okay. there are two that I love the most. And people are always asking, like, what's your favorite model? Because there's a bazillion and I don't know which one to get. So I think the Instant Pot Ultra, the six quart, is my favorite. Okay. And that's because it has kind of a fancy display. It has like a nice dial. Um, but the real reason I like it is because the release valve on the top is a separate button. And so it's not where you have to like turn the thing that releases all the steam that everyone's afraid of. You press this button on the side and then it releases the steam. But my second favorite is the six quart um, Instant Pot Duo Plus. And so that's the one I recommend for people who maybe aren't super, you know, tech savvy because like kind of figuring out the dial on the Ultra is a little complicated. But the Duo Plus is you just kind of press buttons. But that one, I think, is the best one um, in terms of kind of all the bells and whistles. But I don't even use the other features on the Instant Pot. I just basically use it as a pressure cooker. Um, And I don't really use the other buttons. And so that's why I kind of like the Ultra, because I basically just go between saute and pressure cook. And and that's it. But I do have like a three-quart and an eight-quart. I got the Max as like a tester, but that one I haven't really used because I, I like the Ultra. That's good to know because those are frequently the ones that go on sale too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think also-, also there's like the Lux and there's a bunch of them. I don't like the Lux model. That was probably the first one I ever got um, because I like that all the duo ones and the Ultra, you can actually stick the lid in the handle because there's like a little hole in the handle where you can put the notch on the lid so it props open instead of just finding someplace on your counter where you can prop a super hot lid. (laughs) Yeah, which is what I have to do, actually. Actually, that's a great tip that we have not talked about yet. For people who own an Instant Pot, even friends who um, have been over to my house while I'm cooking in the Instant Pot, they're like, I actually did not know that you could do that. So 
most models have a little place that holds the lid. Yeah, I think the duos do. I mean, that's the crazy thing about Instant Pot is that I think once you get one and you're like, oh, this thing is amazing. Like you can do all these things, but the manual is terrible. And you actually need someone to kind of show you all these different things. And so I think that's why bloggers like me, when we first discovered it, like I am not paid by Instant Pot at all. Like they don't sponsor me. It seems like uh, I'm which a, is crazy. I know. It seems like I'm a paid <laughs> spokesperson, but I think they gave all that money to Reed Drummond. <laughs> like, I think they saved it all up. Like all the people like me who like have been like saying, oh, Instant Pot's amazing. Instant Pot's amazing. And selling all the Instant Pots. Then they took all that money and they gave it to Re, <laughs> which I think is well-deserved. But I'm like, hey. <laughs> but it totally, like, you, I, it's hard to kind of, you just need to show people. And I think a lot of people who do, like, um, YouTube videos, um, like, there's a guy who, um, Pressure Luck, um, his YouTube channel is really great. And he's really funny. And he'll just walk people through how to use their Instapot. So when people are like, I don't know how to use it. I'm like, oh, well, you can use one of my recipes. But if you want a video, go check out these pressure luck videos because they're really great. Awesome. That's a resource I didn't know about. Oh, you should. He, yeah. He, it's amazing. He's so funny and it, it's just great. Okay. So what are your top three favorite Instant Pot recipes? And you can they can be things on Nom Nom Paleo that we can link to or other people's recipes if you really love them. I think I love... Well, I'm, I know this is terrible, but I'm going to take one of my recipes. No, you should. You should. I like my Instant Pot Kahlua Pig because it is yep. super easy and super fast. And I love just shortcuts to deliciousness. And basically, you just get some pork shoulder, some Hawaiian sea salt if you want. You can use kosher salt instead. Um, some bacon, but that's even fancy. And then you just throw it in the pot. You can throw in some garlic if you want. But basically, that's it. And you will get this giant pile of tender pork. Doesn't that recipe also have cabbage in it, which makes it, it like a one pot meal? Yeah. So like after the meat is done. And but then if you don't have cabbage, it's no big deal. Because a lot of times people are like, what do you serve with stuff? I'm like, I don't know, a salad or whatever. But if you do have a cabbage, after the meat is cooked, it releases all of this really delicious, like kind of porky, soupy, juice and then you can throw in a raw cabbage and cook it under high pressure i say anywhere from like one to five minutes because sometimes people are like oh vegetables just turn to mush in the instant pot i'm like yeah that's what happens but and people, sometimes that's good yes i was like yes that's... and especially in soups because i make soups all the time in an instant pot it's probably my second favorite recipe because when in doubt i'll just throw soup together in my instant pot but like in soup your vegetables are soft i mean that's what soup is yep. Yeah. And people are like, I like mine crunchy. I'm like, then you're having like a salad soup. I don't know what kind of soup you're having. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a new recipe genre. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It. I should put that on my blog. You should. You Please should. do that. Okay. So number your second most favorite IP recipe. Is like a soup. And I don't even have a recipe for this. But basically, whatever, like I'll have some onions and garlic and I'll start sauteing that in, you know, some olive oil or ghee. And then I'll just rifle through my fridge to see if I have any leftover meat and leftover veggies. And I just throw it in the pot with some broth and maybe a few dashes of fish sauce to boost umami. But then we have soup for dinner um, or ground beef. Like I'll just saute the ground beef with the onions and then I'll throw in some broth and some carrots and potatoes and 
you know, if I have like young greens, like baby spinach, I'll throw those in after it's done cooking. But if I have kale or stuff that is hardier, I'll just throw it all in and cook it under high pressure for like three to five minutes. And everything is delicious. And what's your third top favorite? Hmm. Uh, I love making hard cooked eggs in the Instant Pot. Yes, we do too. um, And people are like, it's not any fancier. It's not any faster in the Instant Pot. And that is true. It is not faster in the Instant Pot because it does take 10 minutes to get to high pressure. And then you cook it for like five to six minutes. But it makes it so easy to peel. Yes. And, yes. I, and I think the idea that you can just kind of walk away for 15 minutes and not worry about something overflowing or, you know, or whatever, like for whatever reason, I just like to do it in the Instant Pot. And it seems like nice and contained. I don't know. I know people are like, you can just do it in the stovetop at the same amount of time. I'm like, that is probably true, but I just don't. <laughs> like, I, I agree with you. Can I, can I be so bold as to... Uh, give you an honorable mention from your own site. <laughs> okay. Yes. I love your Instant Pot ground beef chili. Oh, thank you. The I one that has fish sauce in it where it was yes. like, why do you put fish sauce in it? I'm like, because uh-huh. I want it to be super fishy so no one will want to eat it. I'm like, no, it just adds <laughs> a little bit of salt. delicious. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. People are just afraid of fish sauce. I'm like, no, it's amazing. Unless you're allergic to fish, then I, then I understand. Right. Yes. But otherwise, it just gives this great depth of flavor. I mean, it's like you said, it's umami. Yeah. And it just like creates flavor with just a handful of other ingredients. And you can't even identify it, but it's just so great. Right. I, I love think- that recipe. My kids love that recipe too. Well, thank you. I mean, I think the whole thing with fish sauce, and I try to tell this to people, like fish sauce, if you open it up and smell it, it smells terrible because it is fermented anchovies and salt but the trick to using fish sauce is you just use enough and like that will just make it delicious but if you add so much that it starts like smelling or tasting like fish sauce like that's like its natural limit like you just you know keep adding little drops until it tastes good but if you add so much that it tastes terrible like it's telling you this is too much yeah and you know you just have to back off and you can't be afraid you can't be afraid. That should be your tagline. Yes. I love it. So, yeah, don't um, be afraid of your Instant Pot. That's why people keep it in the box. Like, oh, I isn't... had this friend whose friend's mother, you know, they had a pressure cooker in the 70s and exploded. I mean, everybody knows someone who knows someone. <laughs> uh, but it, these days are so safe. Even the stovetop ones are super safe. You know, it, it, it just will make your life so much easier. So do you ever cook in a regular pot? Or do you cook everything in an Instant Pot at this point? No, I cook other stuff only because if I'm developing recipes, um, Henry, who helps me take pictures. Yeah. So he's like, not another brown stew. I'm like. (laughs) I love it. Sometimes the most brown things are the most delicious things to eat, though. So that's what I think, too. And that's why in my store IG stories, I'm always like, this is something that's ugly, delicious. Just like, you know, the David Chang show, because there are so many things. That are ugly, delicious, but because of Instagram, people are afraid to show something that doesn't have like a rainbow of colors and inedible flowers all over everything. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. It's like my breakfast today is totally brown, but it's very satisfying. I hear you. I agree. So what's the most unexpected thing that you've ever made in your Instant Pot or in one of your Instant Pots? I don't. There are things I'm tempted to try. Um, I just haven't done it. Like, I know people make cheesecakes and they do those, the pot and pot 
cooking method where they can put things in different containers and they all cook at the same time. Like I don't, I really am really boring and I just make stews and soups and braises. And so I don't use it for anything crazy. I don't know. I wish I had something sexier to tell you, but that's That's it. just real though. And yeah. some people who have multiple instant pots, they have one that's specific just for their cheesecake. Right. So it's sort of funny and sweet that you have seven instant pots <laughs> and not one is for cheesecake. No, they're all for like stews. And what's great is you literally, if you had to, you could just have one going all the time. Like when you go yeah. to sleep, something could be cooking. I tell people like if you make something for dinner in an instant pot, you can have just an extra metal insert. And then after, while you're eating dinner, you can throw in that insert with something else to cook and it'll cook while you're eating dinner and it'll be done when you're done with dinner. And then you can put it away and clean it all up in one fell swoop and you'll have tomorrow's dinner. That's brilliant. I'm totally stealing that idea. Yeah. And it's a good reason for me to go spend more money on Instant Pot accessories. <laughs> or yeah, just get the metal. The metal insert isn't super. Yeah, that's all I, I mean. That's, that's like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, you don't have to buy seven. <laughs> it is less expensive than an, a third Instant Pot for right. my garage. I don't know, <laughs> though. You know, Instant Pots oven. really do go on sale quite a bit. They like do. right now, like my two favorite models are like under $90. I'm like, wow, that's really good. But of course, prices change like in a second. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, Michelle, but on Nom Nom Paleo, you have a page where you update with what's on sale right now. I do try to, to get do that. It. I don't, I'm not yes. always really good like every morning checking, but as a child of immigrants, I am all about like the deal. Like I'm one of those people who I'm like, really don't need this, but it is 90% off. <laughs> so really, and maybe that's why I have seven Instant Pots. That is why you have seven. Yes. <laughs> All right. One last for fun question. What are your last three most used food emojis on your phone? Oh, most used food emojis. It's hard because I always try to find paleo ones, but it's always like ramen <laughs> these days or like toast. <laughs> Um, I like the avocado one. I think that's really okay. cute. I like the chopsticks one and then the little takeout container. Nice. Yes. <laughs> oh, and they have a pot sticker one. And because oh. I made a paleo pot sticker recipe, I was like, oh, I can use this and say it is a paleo grain free pot sticker. What's the wrapper made of? Uh, cassava flour and I think there's a little arrowroot, but mostly cassava. So it's not nice. like low carb. It's not keto. People are like, how do you make a keto version? I'm like, you don't make the wrapper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'd love to link to that and some of the other recipes that you've mentioned. We'll put those in our show notes. Great. Okay, Megan, now it's your turn. This week, what are your top three most used food emoji? I feel like this is very apropos. Um, the spaghetti <gasps> food emoji. There you go. Yes, like my Instant Pot spaghetti. And then a lemon and a glass of whiskey. Oh, my God. Which that's might so tell perfect. you everything you need to know. What were yours? Okay, this week mine are fried egg, bacon, and red wine. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big mood. <laughs> Love it. All right, find us as Didn't I Just Feed You on Instagram and Facebook, where you can also join our private listeners group. The answer to the secret question is whiskey. Not in emoji form. No. Most importantly, subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You so you don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, please tell your friends about us and leave a review on iTunes. It makes a really big difference. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jamando. 
A huge thank you to our editor, Jeremy Enns, and the team at Counterweight Creative. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to smash all five stars on iTunes and subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding us kids and families. Mom, I need a snack.